This episode is brought to you by Kitcaster. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Hey there, you are listening to the Dream Big and Kick-Ass Podcast. I'm Mandy, your host, and I'm so glad you're here. If you want encouragement, inspiration, support, empowerment, then join me as we talk about finding and following our purpose, overcoming adversity, and living out our dreams. If you believe life's too short to be caught up in insecurities, fear, and feeling defeated, then let's hang out in the Dream Big and Kick-Ass Podcast. Hey, 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 my friends. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to talk to you about what it means to thrive. Not just surviving or coping or existing, but thriving. I think we've all learned some new coping mechanisms throughout this past year with the pandemic and all of the social and political issues we're dealing with, but we have got to get back to thriving. So while I was pondering and studying this word and the idea of thriving, I was curious about what others thought of the meaning of the word. So I asked some friends and I posted the question in a couple of Facebook groups asking everyone what thrive meant to them. So I'd like to share what those responses were. And by the way, thank you to those of you who humored me and gave me your input. I really appreciate it. And thanks to my mama, she did too. (laughs) So here's what they had to say. One person said to thrive is to be in one's element. Another person said it means doing really well. So if lots of people were ordering my cookies and I was turning a profit, I'd be thriving. Another person said, to thrive is to balance one's strengths and limitations, one's knowledge and ignorance, one's giving and taking, and to look things in the face and know them for what they are. Another person said, exceeding the norm, not just doing well, but killing it, moving forward to excel. Another person said, I guess I would say doing beyond well. And in business, I think of it as seeing the fruits of your labor. Another person said, taking what I have, putting the pieces together in a better way, and moving on to be a better person. The last person said, in order to thrive, you have all that you need emotionally, physically, mentally, and you have a healthy environment of a core group of people you can look up to as mentors and for support. Now, I would not be the English teacher and word nerd that I am if I didn't go ahead and add Merriam-Webster's definition of thrive. So here it is. Thrive means to grow vigorously, to flourish, to gain in wealth or possessions, to prosper, to progress toward or realize a goal despite or because of circumstances. Now, My question is, how do you know when you are or are not thriving? It seems like it should be easy to tell, but sometimes being busy, doing all the things, isn't necessarily an indicator of thriving or vigorously growing and flourishing. It could be an illusion. It could be that we are so engulfed in the busyness that we are avoiding or we're in denial or maybe just clueless to the fact that we are not thriving and don't know what to do about it. 
Let me give you an example from my experience in the middle school classroom. It has to do with journaling. But wait, I thought we were talking about thriving. Well, that's okay. Just stay with me. I'll bring it together, I promise. So the process of journaling can be cathartic. I've journaled throughout my life, probably since high school. I go through seasons during which I journal more and some that I don't journal much at all, but it's a really great way to connect with yourself, a way to hash out thoughts, ideas, confusion, frustration, grief, or to brainstorm and be creative. It was definitely therapeutic for me after I lost my dad 23 years ago. There are all kinds of journals and all different ways to journal. You could keep a gratitude journal, a daily affirmations journal, a dream journal, a travel journal, a prayer journal, a visual journal where you actually draw pictures, and so many more. Now, back to the classroom. I have also used journaling with teaching, literary response journals, reflection journals, poetry journals, etc. Now, you don't have to be an English teacher to do that, to use journals. You can have your students journal about any subject at all. I know I've known math teachers who use journals in their classes. But anyway, I feel the most meaningful journaling activities came about when I used them just on the fly to help my students in moments that they definitely were not thriving. They were not flourishing. They were not growing vigorously except in the realm of crazy chaos. They weren't progressing toward their goal unless that goal was grumbling and complaining and arguing with each other. Now, when, when, it was, when it was clear that no power standard learning was going to get accomplished until we dealt with what was going on inside of their hormone-infested brains and their hurting hearts, they were full of negativity, griping, complaining, had zero motivation to do anything remotely academic, just lots of life-home struggles. Again, we, they, we, we were not thriving. We were not killing it or doing beyond well or moving forward. So instead of trying to power forward and potentially causing more friction, I stopped the regularly scheduled programming and told my students to get out their journals or a piece of paper and a writing stick. Quick sidebar, I got the writing stick thing from my mentor and dear friend, Kim Nelson. Thank you for that. Love you. All right. Here were my basic instructions. We are going to write for 10 minutes. I want you to get everything out of your head onto the paper, everything you're angry about, everything that's causing you pain or anxiety or sadness, anything you're happy or grateful about. I don't care about sentence structure, punctuation, capitalization, insert gasp right here, right? The kids were like, what? Messiah, are you okay? Because of course, I always wanted those things to be, to be right, uh, but not in, not in this case. So I told them, I don't even care what words you use. And then they asked, well, can we use cuss words? I don't care. Use whatever words you need to use to be able to express whatever is going on in your heart and your mind right now. I told them, I promise you that I will not read what you write unless you want me to or need me to. This is for your eyes only. We just need to get the junk out of our heads and our hearts and onto the paper so that we will feel a little bit better. Then we can get back to learning. Of course, they were still learning. They just didn't realize it at the time. So then I would put on some soothing classical music or a movie soundtrack. I'd put 10 minutes or however long I thought that they needed on the timer. And then I just let them write. And let me tell you something. The vibe in the classroom afterwards was calmer, lighter, and hopeful. You see, they weren't able to thrive until they were offered time and an outlet to process what they were feeling. So maybe... Maybe you can use this journaling activity to stop with being 
busy and trying to do all the things and jump through all the hoops and work some things out to calm the crazy, to bring you hope, to help you work through some grief or anxiety, to help you figure out what your life's purpose is, to learn to embrace your self-worth, to set yourself up to thrive instead of just coping, just surviving, just existing. Now, do I think this is the only catalyst that can help you thrive? No, of course not. But it's one way, and it's a good place to start. Visit my website to learn more about how I can help you with dreaming big and figuring out what to display on your vision board. I have a free guide for you to get you started at MandySawyer.com. Also, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, check out Buzzsprout. It is the platform that I use, and I love it. You can sign up for a three-month trial period at MadeySawyer.com slash Buzzsprout. That's my affiliate link. It just tells Buzzsprout that I sent you and we'll get you a $20 Amazon card if you end up signing up for a paid plan. So check it out. Have a fantastic day and remember to dream big and kick ass.